Beers and Banter, episode 24. Ashes retained. Finals footy is here. Booyah, boomers. Let's kick it. Dilsey, welcome. Big Red, back at it again, mate. Woo! Talk about, uh, talk about Monday Otis. You, you got through the weekend, all right, by the looks? Or you? Just. I hear Saturday night was uh, fairly large for you on your birthday. <laughs> it was It was not bad. Happy birthday. Thank you, mate. Was that 50, 48? 35, mate. Yeah. Thanks for that, actually. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a doozy. Um, Meant I struggled to stay awake for all the... Uh, Nighttime sports last night on Sunday night, but plenty, plenty happening. I hear you struggle to stay awake for your own party. <laughs> Righto, <laughs> this is going out to our fans. They don't need to. Uh, they don't need to hear about my Fair exploits enough. on the weekend. What stays at a house? What happens at a house party stays at a house party. Right, isn't that? We'll leave it there. Yeah, righto. Yeah, mate. So she's all happening in uh, the sports. Uh, obviously, the finals. Kicked off in the AFL and the NRL kicks off this weekend. So what a time to be alive! Yeah, it's great. Is there any bigger news though than Ashes retained on English soil for the first time in about a gazillion years? Yeah, it's two thousand and one um, or something. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I was just saying before we went on air, it's been one of those series where you, you it, the Australians won't be remembered as a great sod, but it'll probably be remembered as a great series, and obviously one player in particular. Um, Steve Smith is this series for him will be remembered for a long time. What about the left arm spinner that got him out on 118 with a no ball? He'll he'll be remembered. Yeah, he cost his team. What did he make another hundred after that? How does a spinner overstep? Give yourself an uppercut. Front foot gets over the line, I guess. Well, it was just it was sort of like an inch off the ground. So I sent. So they basically called it a no ball because, um, yeah, nothing touching the ground behind the line, and. Yeah, Smith was on 118 at that point, walking to the dressing sheds, and they called him back, and he comes out, makes another 100. Yeah, I mean, it's that series, and he, you've heard all the superlatives the last sort of couple of weeks, but Bradman-esque and all that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just what he's done in this series is unbelievable. Probably uh, not technique-wise, not Bradman-esque. Oh, far from, far from uh, perfect technique, but, but I think that's what makes him what it is, is, is the, way he, you know, the way he leaves it. And some of the shots that he's played this series is just, you know, it's like no one else, uh, yet so successful. Love him. And then Labashane came in with the ball late in the game last night. and Lasagna. Finished him off. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, one test to go. Still a series to play for. But, you know, Dave Warner, what do they do with him? He's got to be, he's got to be close to. If Because we won, I think, um, I think they'll keep him. Mate, uh, I think they'll keep him. Well, I mean, you've got you've obviously got Quaja sitting there on the sidelines. What about Joe Burns? Joe Burns is another one that's got to be due to come back into the fold. Do they give Dave another chance with the with the fact that Australian summer just around the corner, and he and he'll and he'll smash it when yeah, he gets but, home. But the opposite side of that is why not bring a Joe Burns in for this test? See how he goes. Yeah. With with a view to the Australian summer just around the corner. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a massive fan of Dave Warner. Always, you know, I've always rated him. But I think what he's done this series. Grandma's not a fan. 
grandma doesn't like him. No, my grandma doesn't like him. She wants him dropped. Yep. Um, and you know, it's there's polar opposites in between him and Smith. How they've both come back from, you know, the sandpaper saga. Well, Warner had a cracking well. The World Cup was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but it's. I think my little brother said it on the weekend. Like. He's listened to all the people that have told him that he's got to play test cricket, whereas he probably just needs to come out and be Dave Warner. Yeah, well, I mean, that early days when he was doing well in the test arena, that was, you know, he almost played like a one-day mentality. Yeah. Um, and then everyone said, you know, you've got to become a test opener. And maybe that's that's been the downfall of him. Well, what do we got to wait? Another four or five nights and I'll be back on again? Yeah, fifth test. So um, where is it? This one. England. Oh, is it? Yep. They stay in England, do they? Yep. Good, <laughs> I got, one. I got Good one, Scoop. <laughs> no idea. Uh, yeah, so fifth test. So, you know, I'm sure Aussies have retained the Ashes, but 100% they'll be there to win the series. Yeah. Um, yeah you should see them probably open up too. They're really – they're going to want to win the series outright, but also the pressure's now on England not to get, you know, really rolled. Mm. Like Joe Root – don't worry about Dave Warner. Joe Root was basically bagging with Smith and said he couldn't make runs in in England. He's just made a whole lot of ducks. Yeah, Joe Root hasn't been good. They've, I mean, they've had a few passengers, the Poms as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Stokes, probably Stokes and Smith have been the two absolute standouts um, during this series. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Bring on the fifth test and then straight into the Aussie summer. What about uh, we got a couple of previews on the weekend? Roosters, Roosters, rabbits went at it, and we get to watch them again this weekend in the first week of the finals. Was that a um, bit of finals footy going on? A bit of grubbery? Could be a few fellas missing this weekend. Yeah, I mean it was, it was a physical game that one. I, I watched that, and yeah, that was you could see that was two heavyweights of the competition going at it. Yeah. Um, obviously, at the time they didn't realise they were going to back up and play. A week later. What about the the hit that uh, Warira Hargraves has been in trouble for? The guy's falling and he sort of collects him with his shoulder on the way down. And what makes it worse, obviously, is he collects the the other guy's head on the other side. There was a hit in the, oh, I think it was the West Tigers-Sharks game. It was near identical. Guy's coming in, hits him with the shoulder, and it wasn't even a penalty. So falling, hits him with the shoulder... But because he doesn't clash heads with someone else and he gets split open, it's just play on. Oh, it was Dugan. It was on Dugan, I'm pretty well, sure. Well, I think, yeah, the NRL, they've obviously brought in, you know, they've brought in that rule to to protect guys' heads and, you know, head injuries and concussion and everything else. But I think a lot of it has to do with how how injured the guys, the one you're referring to in the Rabbitohs Roosters, mm. he was in bad shape. Because he splits his head when he makes contact with the other player. Correct. But, yeah. You know, at... Dugan tried to stay down and, and the the guy at market sort of pulled him up a bit. Mm. The refs wanted none of it, but. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think the referees take into account the injury um, from the collision. Which is which is why which I, I don't necessarily agree with, but that's this this could be controversial. But I feel like a lot of guys are grabbing the back of their neck at the moment. As soon as you grab your back of your neck, the play gets reviewed. Oh, crush a tackle, hmm. penalty. Is that a bad look for the game? I, I don't want to say look that you know. Well, you said it. Neck injuries. There's nothing worse. You know, you're talking about people losing losing um, 
you know, the bit use of their legs and, and whatnot. But it just seems like there's all of a sudden there's a whole lot of guys grabbing the backs of their necks when they're on the ground. Yeah, well, uh, it, you know, the guys have been doing it for a while, but you also see blokes stay down and you can see the trainer in their ear. Yeah. Almost telling them stay down, stay down. They're reviewing it. Um, the longer you can give the ref or, you know, the guys upstairs to review it while you're down. More chance it's going to get a penalty. penalty. Also, you're giving you, your blokes a breather too if they need it. Yeah, and it's um, unfortunately there's no way to stop it. And, you know, the AFL's the same. Guys play for free kicks. Sometimes the referee or the umpire falls for it. Sometimes they don't, but... Well, who gets the chocolates, you reckon? Roosters or rabbits? Um, I've been a Roosters fan all year. I was impressed with the rabbits on the weekend, but I think Roosters will, Roosters will get it done in the first final. They get a couple of blokes back. Kiri, I think, was out. Kiri will be back. Um, I just, I just think they've always, throughout this year, they've just always shown that they've got that extra gear. To the cricket, Sydney cricket ground that game. Sydney cricket ground. 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 Sydney cricket SCG. ground. Yeah. 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 It's um. Well, I mean, the Roosters play that. Well, both teams play it pretty good, so that, I don't think that'll make make too much of a advantage to either side. Um, but yeah, I just think Roosters have got that should be full. You're right in the middle of those two um, clubs. Yeah, Sydney Cricket. Well, no doubt it will be. Should be full. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that game again. When's that? Friday night, Thursday night. So that Friday one night. will be Friday. Yeah, Black Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, Black Friday for one of those sides. Yes, well, like second chance. Storm Raiders coming up after that. Yeah, on, in Melbourne. Saturday. You'd think, um, you'd think Storm, but Raiders beat them a few weeks ago when they were down eighteen nil and ran over top of them. So Storm in Melbourne. Yeah, I'm going to back the Storm on that one. I think they're going to get the, they're going to get Gone the job out on done. A limb. Yep. I just I think they'll be too clinical. Yeah, I mean they they've been um well, they finished on top, they've been the best side all year. Hard to beat in Melbourne, but as I say, Canberra did it a couple of weeks ago. Should be a good game. Will be a very good game. Uh then we've got the Seagulls versus the Sharks. It has been confirmed that will go ahead at Lotto Land or Brookvale Oval. Mm. I'm not sure what's going on there with the asbestos. Who cares about that game? Bit of a bludgy, I reckon. Making up the numbers, those two, aren't they? Uh, I mean, Manly have Manly have Manly been rocked with a heap of injuries the last about, three weeks. One of our biggest fans is, is just throwing his phone across the room after you've said that, Manly. Huge fan. Um, yeah, I don't I think... say they can't win. I don't think either of those teams can win the, win the comp this year. No, well, definitely not Manly. I think they've just... They, as I say, they've been hit by injuries at the wrong time of the year. But Paul Gallen kicking a field goal on the weekend, and it was a good one too. It's a bit rude, straight Where, through. Where's that been? Um, <coughs> so who's the other game? Must be the Broncos and Eels. Broncos at um, Bank West. Yeah, Eels should be too good there, wouldn't they? Hopefully, you just you never know. Broncos could just turn up and decide to play some footy. Don't say that. Why? You can't cheer for the Broncos. Well, I'm not cheering for any, uh, the rest of those teams. Maybe the South Queensland Storm might get a cheer out of me. Yeah, so uh, eight teams left, eh? Well, who, the, who the Titans got? Well, 
we didn't really cover it, but um, it's been a rough season. Shout, want, out, shout out to all the people that are still stuck with them. You can have you can have all, the, th- all four of them. You can have the summer off now. The pain is over. It's not the end of the world. Close it's, to it. The sun will come up. Still not as bad. Newcastle got three in a row just a little while ago. Three what wooden spoons? Yeah. Justin Holbrook will be. We'll here beat that record. To fix. No, we won't. We'll be. We'll be in the eight next year. Hope so. <clears throat> um. Talking points. Honest. I want our uh, followers to try and help me start a feud with Buzz Rothfield on online. So if you can find him on Twitter, and just absolutely give it to him. What's wrong with Buzz? Uh, he's just a flip flopper. One minute he's kicking the West Tigers out. Next minute he's Leichhardt's the greatest place on earth and couldn't possibly move teams away from Sydney. He sinks a boot into the Titans all the time. I'm just going to give you a little scenario here. West Tigers. I think the NRL should throw some money at them. To base themselves out of Perth, they can clearly the West Tigers still the name can still stay. They get to play one game at Leichhardt and one game at Campbelltown a year, so they're going to take eleven games to Perth, and then they'll also play every other Sydney team when they come to Sydney. What about that for a deal? Should well, I mean, Western Australia's they've had. They've had a team before. Um, Western Reds? Not the casualty of the Super I, League. I think it, I mean, Western Australia is a hard market. It's, and it's sort of against what I'm saying as far as Melbourne in the storm in Melbourne. But Western Australia is a very parochial AFL city. And more, I, more than Melbourne? Not more than Melbourne. but Me- Melbourne's now got three soccer teams. Yeah, yeah. I think soccer soccer's gonna prevail wherever they go in Australia, aren't they? It's the world game. How many soccer teams we got on the Gold Coast? Zero. How many soccer teams north of Brisbane? One in Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, I I just think Western Australia's a very hard market because it's they're all AFL and unlike No, there's a lot of expats there. Well, I was about to say, I don't know if there is a lot of expats there. There is. And they've got a following over there. And what's going all right is the, the rogue rugby competition that got started over there. Because obviously rugby got out of it. I think the NRLs need to go put up there, put up, set up camp, stake a claim and get in there for the long haul. I don't want to see the death of any Sydney club. That's not what I'm talking about. All those clubs, there's great history there. They can keep playing footy. In Sydney, it's called the New South Wales Rugby League. That's what their foundation clubs of. Mm. They're not necessarily they're not foundation clubs of the NRL, or well, some of them are. Why don't you reach out to your mate Buzz on Twitter and get him to put it forward for you? No, I, I actually I tweeted. He might be able to help you. I tweeted at him already today, but I want our followers to add him so that he can uh, respond to beers and banter. Yeah. I, I just think it's not a national competition with nine teams in Sydney. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think Brisbane people will support a relocated Sydney team. Agree. So where does one of the Sydney teams go if they want to survive? Keep their they can keep their roots in Sydney. Perth. They go to Perth. What about like a, a Gosford, I guess, close fairly close to Newcastle? Manly should be claiming that. Mm. It, it, I don't know. I could be wrong. 
I would have thought if you lived on the Central Coast now, you'd probably go for the Knights. Or you go from for a Sydney team that you grew up cheering for. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, but I, I, I could be wrong. There's a big population. There. Your argument is, is identical to what you know, the AFL are trying to naturally look at where their next team's going to come from. And Tasmania, um, which is a, a fairly big AFL state, doesn't have a team. Yeah. At the moment, they've got Hawthorne and North Melbourne have been playing games there for the last dozen years or so. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the same argument. Where where does the next team go? The AFL is probably more... Uh, they get behind... More spread around You'd the think country. Tassie would just get a team in the AFL because well, I think they, they get behind the Hurricanes and the, the, the cricket down yeah, there. And, and as I say, AFL's pretty big down there. What else but would you're you do right, in Tasmania I mean, in winter, please? Stay inside. Mm. But I agree with what you're saying. It's not a national... The NRL as a national rugby league is not a national game when Adelaide and Perth don't have sides or Tasmania. And you've got people on telly saying that off if we if we if we don't have nine teams in Sydney that it's going to let the AFL in. Please, do you need nine teams? New York has two football teams. It has two baseball teams. And they've got probably half the population of Australia in one city, mm. and they support two franchises. Yeah, you might be onto something. I'm always onto something. I thought I was going to get the top job, but they announced uh, the head of New South Wales Racing is going to replace Peter Beattie. Yeah, Peter Volandis. Volandis. Can't believe you didn't get it. They didn't call. They might have knew I was busy with this, but... Buzz, Buzz would have got you over the line. No. Twitter feud. Make it happen, people. Um, yeah. Looking forward to the footy. I don't Bring know. on the finals. But it's right. Channel 9 will be cheering for the Broncos. If the Broncos go out this weekend, I think m- most of Queensland switches off from the NRL. It's, season's over. Yeah, I don't know about that. Until the grand final. I don't They'll know. watch it, but they're not, you know, unless you're one but of those. not all of Queensland goes for the Broncos either. No, not all of them, but a big chunk of them. You've got no Cowboys playing. Titans are obviously done. If, if, the, if the Broncos fans switch off, you've basically only got the, the rest of the people that have sort of supported Sydney team, but from up here. People will watch. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be the numbers they want. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, I I uh, can't see the Broncos getting up, but I might be wrong. Righto. Uh, Magpies did a number on Geelong. Well, they did early. Yeah, they um, obviously there was all the debate coming into it about it being played at the MCG. Uh, Geelong. Finished top of the ladder, and for that stupid reason that the AFL needs to play a game at the MCG, uh, Geelong had to travel up the highway to play Collingwood, which basically becomes a Hollywood Collingwood home game. It was chock a block too. It was big crowd, and yeah, I mean Collingwood, to their credit, jumped jumped them early, got their noses in front by four or five goals, and basically held it at that until. Very late in the game, it actually finished back at ten points. I'm glad the NRL don't have that same rule. There are no games at ANZ this weekend. Isn't ANZ being knocked down, demolished? No, SFS. Oh. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it, the hard part for Geelong and their fans is all year you slog your guts out to finish top of the ladder. Yeah, 
didn't even get the home game. They lose their advantage. Yeah, I think it's rubbish. Now they get, you know, as if they need to play that game at the MCG. Why isn't it one of the teams down the ladder? But as as being finishing minor premiers, you should have one hundred percent home ground advantage. That's what you work all year for. So, yeah. Anyway. But, but, but do you take the Lions home game off them? Well, I don't think so because they finished second. But why don't you go down to a, a you know, a five versus eight or a seven versus six, six versus seven and take one of those games to the MCG? And who who was playing in those games? Well, it doesn't matter. shouldn't matter. At the end of the day, they're, they're the bottom bottom four of the eight. They're lucky to play a final. They I can tell you the AFL would have been pretty stoked. There was a massive crowd there. 100% they would if have. If GWS played West Coast at the MCG, three people. Yeah, absolutely. Up. But what does, it, what does it do? What reward is there for Geelong finishing top of the ladder? They get another chance this week. Yeah, I don't agree. Well, no, I, hey, I, I'm, I agree with you. I but mean, it's the, interesting in both first and second. I think. I just think don't play any at the G. Well, they've got an agreement with the MCG. Part of the contract with MCG, they've got to play one game each weekend of the finals. It's stupid. It's part of the deal. But, you know, I think it was the first time in 30-odd years that both first and second on the ladder got knocked out, or 20 years or something, got knocked out. Not knocked out, but got beaten the first round. Uh, So you were were at the Gabatoire? I was, yeah. So um, Saturday night, Richmond v Brisbane. I think I was saying to you earlier, I went to quite a few games back in the day, in the heydays of early 2000s when Brisbane were unbeatable. Yeah. And it was great back there, but the atmosphere on Saturday night is hands down the best. The best game I've been to at the Gabba is from an atmosphere. Yeah, right. Not so much late in the game, but early on in the game. Definitely that first quarter was something else. Many Richmond fans there? Truckloads. Yeah. Truckloads. Um, it was a record crowd. I think the biggest crowd they've ever had for an AFL game at the Gabba. Near near on 40,000. Um, but, you know, Brisbane just got outplayed. Dusty Martin was phenomenal. And all around the ground, they just outplayed them. And, you know, whether it's Brisbane's younger guys got a little bit overawed or I don't know, but. Same amount of kicks on goal, did they? Yeah, they did. They Brisbane didn't convert their opportunities. They probably should have finished a bit closer. But I, I just felt like Richmond were that they they're in control all night. They've got the wood over them now too. That's twice. They have. I mean, they won't play again unless they both get the grand final. They they now won't play. But I mean, I've I've sort of thought for probably the last four or five rounds of the season that Richmond were the team to beat. I just I just thought they were coming into some good form. Um, they were getting players back from injury and everything was trending in the right direction for them. Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, it, you look at it now, like a Richmond-Collingwood grand final would be, as far as the AFL concerned and Melbourne and the MCG on that day would be out of this world. Richmond Collingwood. Richmond Collingwood would be unbelievable. What what's it gonna cost you for a ticket if it Right. It'll be it'll be sold out the minute the gates go on, the tickets go on sale. But how many members ticketed members between those two clubs would there be? Oh hundred and seventy. 
So who gets the tickets? Well, I guess it's so that so the finals are actually run by the AFL. Oh right. So so members get first crack at it, but there'd only be a certain allocation of members' tickets. Yeah, right. Um, so there'll be plenty of members that'll miss out, won't be able to go to the game. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, I mean, that's, they're the two teams that now get the week off. West Coast looked good against Essendon, but they've now got to go to the MCG three weeks in a row. Well, two weeks plus if they get in the grand final. And then who else bowed out on the weekend? Uh, Western Bulldogs So Bulldogs. GWS beat the Bulldogs They come up and play the Lions this week Which I think I think Brisbane will probably bounce back Let's hope so um, And then Brisbane will go down to Melbourne for a prelim That news has just been reported Yeah so just as we went to air Some heartbreaking news coming out of Melbourne At um, AFL Legend Danny Frawley has been killed in a car accident this afternoon. So, it's, um, yeah. don't really have any more details for that. But it's no, sad, it was just news. breaking news there as we were about to push record. But um, obviously, for those that follow AFL, he's still on, you know, the footy shows and the bounce show, and heavily involved with Fox Footy. Um, was a St Kilda legend and went on to coach Richmond there for a while. Very well known identity in the AFL. So. Huge news. Terrible. Terrible news. Uh, mate, uh, looking further aboard, the Boomers Boomers have had the best World Cup they've ever been involved in. I think it's the first time in uh, forever that uh, they've made the quarters. I think they're undefeated at this point. Looking the goods, playing like a champion team, not necessarily a t- team of champions, but going well. Yeah, I haven't seen I've, – I've watched a couple of their games, but I haven't seen – their most recent um, room for improvement still there too apparently. Yeah, look, they've I mean they've got a what is it five or six, seven maybe NBA players in their squad. Um, so you know it's the best result we've had for a long time, but it's probably the best team we've put together. Yeah. Um, outside Ben Simmons, I think all their other NBA guys are there. Um, I don't who who they got next up in the quarters. It's a good question. Yeah. Not sure. He didn't research. No. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the USA would be still heavily favoured to win the tournament. I saw, must have been a couple of games ago, Turkey actually took the dream team to extra time. I don't think we should call them the dream team. No. Mate, they're going to get rolled. That's what happens when you don't send your best team somewhere. Maybe. Who's going to beat them? Turkey might get them next time round. Aussies, the Aussies are going to get them. Hopefully, um, yeah. So that's obviously getting now deep into the World Cup. And well, chop. it says here that they're playing France tonight at ten pm. Well, there you go. That should be a good game. We'll have to stay up for that one. That'll be a good game. Um, yeah. So it's obviously getting deep in the tournament. It'll be it'll be good to follow the next. What have we got left? A week or so. France. I don't even have tall blokes in France, do they? We'll, we'll beat them. French, French have normally been pretty good at the, in the NBA. Basketball? The basketball, yeah. Yeah, righto. Uh, Dylan Alcott missed out on the calendar year Grand Slam last night, unfortunately. That's yeah, so big. got to the final of the US Open. Yeah. Couldn't get the... Who'd you lose to, do you know? 12-time winner. His name escapes me. But, yeah. 
Good. No, good. Well done. We'll keep on going. Ricardo, fourth last night well, in just, this one. Just briefly, while you spoke about the tennis there, obviously Nadal. Um, Who? Rafael Nadal, a tennis player. Is he, is he new? Uh, he's, yeah, fairly new. Been around about eight, ten, twelve years. So I know who he is. He's only one behind Roger now. Yeah, one behind. So that was number nineteen for him. Um, I mean, you've got to. I never thought he would get past Federer, but I now think he's red hot favourite. I mean, you, he's going to win at least another French, if not a couple of French. I was going to say, if Roger doesn't win the Aussie Open, he catches him next year. Maybe. Um, I'm not sure that. Roger's got another one in him. Um, you would have said everyone would have said that before his last couple, though, too. Yeah, I think he now needs he needs the draw to fall his way. I don't think he can beat a Nadal or Djokovic. Yeah, um, in the same tournament. Hopefully, I'm wrong because I love the guy. But yeah, I mean, it's now a very, very big chance that Nadal will end up the greatest of all time as far as Grand Slam wins. Ouch. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't sit well, but... The Joker could catch him, though, but... Joker's on, what's he, 14 or so? Mm. Um, and a few years younger, so... Uh, Ricardo in the Renault, fourth last night, so that's his it's best better. result for yeah. a fair while. They actually they found some speed from somewhere. Um, qualified well. That was a bit of a debacle. I don't know if you saw the F1 over the weekend. No. So basically the top ten cars that made it into... Uh, Q3, they call it, which is the you know the final qualifying. They they all did a run and then they went back to their pits, you know, to polish the car and I don't know, pump the tyres up or whatever they do. And then the, the last couple of minutes, they all come back out. But because there's such an advantage of following another car, no one wanted to be the first car. So you had cars going down, like cutting corners and going through escape routes, and cars just basically almost stalling. Because no one wanted to be the first fast car, and what ended up happening is no one else got. No, they didn't cross the line in time and didn't get to register yeah. at time. So Charles Leclerc's gone back to back, first Ferrari win in Italy since 2010. So it was a wow. mass, massive weekend for the Italian Ferrari fans. Awesome. I caught. Uh, I, I fell asleep <laughs> about ten o'clock last night. Saturday and Sunday night. W- woke up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I might have a sleep condition. Uh, I need to, need to speak to an expert. Um, yeah, woke up at one o'clock when they're on the podium. Perfect. Checked the cricket score and then went back to sleep. Um, but yeah, good times for Ricardo. Yeah. I, I'm still crossing my fingers that some by some miracle, Vettel retires. Ricardo ends up in a Ferrari with Leclerc next year. That'd be a good team, wouldn't it? Yeah, they've got a fair history in Formula One. Right. They've won a few races, Love Ferrari. That. Yeah. They go all right. Uh, you never know. Uh, Troy, our recent guest, Troy Herfoss, was racing on the weekend down at Winton. Uh, I think he got a bit of a raw deal, actually. I was uh, watching the Superbikes there yesterday, and uh, basically it was a wet, declared a wet race, and he had to come from 12th, and he'd got himself to third, then passed first and second, but in the process of him pass, getting to the lead, they declared it race over, and... Uh, said that uh, he was, well, the guy, there was someone else leading the last time they crossed the finish line. So, Oh, really? I reckon he got dudded there. So where'd you finish third? Third. So had a tough weekend from what I could see, but had managed to scrape um, two third places out of out of that. But okay. 
Shout out to Troy. Well done, mate. Bit more news. We'll keep going. Uh, JWP, John Wayne Parr, local man, going to fight Mundine at Seabus Stadium. Yeah, they've been talking about it for a while. I don't think it's signed, sealed, delivered just yet, but I heard um, apparently Mundine was on the Gold Coast yesterday to try and get it over and done with. It's not not confirmed? I don't think so. There was It was close, but there was still a few... If it's on Twitter, it must be true. No. A few um, details to finalise. But yeah, it looks like it'll definitely happen at Seabus Stadium. Hopefully... Uh, so that'll be huge for, for John Wayne Parr? Hopefully John Wayne Parr puts him to sleep. Oh, mate, that'd be awesome. How good would that be? In front of 28,000 Gold Coasters. Then all cheer. That'll be unreal. Yes, I think in November it's penciled in for. November 20. Or yeah, that'll be good. Uh, we'll follow that closer to the time. A uh, bit more fight news. Habib Nurmagomedov. Habib. Habib. Won in Abu Dhabi over the weekend. Conor McGregor wants to fight him in Moscow. That'd that, be huge. That would be bigger than Ben Hur. Thought McGregor retired. No, he's definitely not retired. And then you got Masvidal versus Nate Diaz has been announced for November at Madison Square Garden. Awesome. For the baddest mother on the planet. Yeah, they're crazy, those blokes. Well, I think that's all i got this week. Yeah, we've uh, run out of topics. The, the, the notebook. The notebook's done. Another good weekend coming up, mate. Can't wait. I'm gonna, I've got to try and find some time to sleep. Wednesday night. What I'm trying to... Wednesday night might be a good night to sleep. Righto. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, you know where to find us, at Beers and Banter. Uh, thanks. Appreciate all your support. Um, share away. And uh, we'll see you next week. Over and out.